Hey, Democrats, it's me, Lynn Moira Dichter, and time for Chat with the Chairs. It's your weekly peek behind the curtain as to what's going on with the Seminole County Democratic Party across Seminole County, across Florida, and across the nation. Good afternoon and welcome to Chat with the Chairs. My name is Lynn Moira Dichter. I am the chair of the SEMDEMS, the Seminole County Democratic Party. SEMDEMS, the best name in the entire state of Florida, I don't mind saying. Very proud to mention that. Uh, this Chat with the Chairs is now several years, almost two years old. Um, we are now a podcast as well. So wherever you get your podcasts, just uh, Google it or whatever. Chat with the Chairs is all over the place. So whether it's Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, we are happy to have you uh, with us uh, live or tape delayed. If you watch a, if you watch or now live or you listen to us at your own convenience. Um, now, uh, normally it is me, uh, Lynn Moira Dichter, and it's also Tracy Kagan, the vice chair of the Sendems. Uh, she is actually doing her real lawyering job at the moment and taking depositions or something very important. So uh, for now, it's me. If she jumps on, I will absolutely bring her on. But for now, you're stuck with me. Here's what we do, though. We come every Friday, 3 to 3.30, um, right during the, uh, I must say, during the campaign. Sometimes we went 45 to 55 minutes. But I, the only way that I know you're here is to go to the chat bar. And to say happy Friday, to say uh, welcome to the, the program. We are happy to have you involved. This is your once a week chance from 3 to 3.30 every Friday to get a peek behind the curtain of what we are doing here at the Semdems. And we would be uh, happy to have you as part of our family. The Semdems family is, well, last week we were exhausted and shell-shocked from the midterms where we in Seminole County did really well. Um, when it came to three school board seats, two soil and water seats, a judge, Gertie, Remy, Altamont Springs were flipping things every which way to Sunday. And it, it just shows that Seminole County does not tolerate extremists who were running for the school board, who were running for other offices. And, and we were happy to uh, be able to relish all of that and celebrate with you last Friday. And now that we've had a moment to take a breath, we can now do a little bit of a deep dive into some analysis of what went right and what went wrong. Um, the way we structure chat with the chairs is pretty simple. We look back at last week. We look ahead at the week to come. We talk about some current events. And finally, we end, as we do always, with the food of the day. And next week, of course, being Thanksgiving, we will not be together again until the day after Thanksgiving. Um, and yes, we will be here 3 to 3.30 on Black Friday. If you can take five seconds away from your shopping on Friday, uh, we will be here. We will be here as well. And we can talk about the fact that Thanksgiving now stretches into probably Tuesday, right? Thanksgiving, Thursday, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, something about giving, you know, it's giving Sunday or something. I know it's giving Tuesday. It's Cyber Monday. It's something on Sunday. I don't know. Anyway, all I know is it's now almost five, six days in a row where there's something special going on starting next Thursday. So we'll be right in the middle of all of that holiday celebration. And yeah, so we have lots of things to talk about as we've had a moment to decompress with the Semdems. Let's let's do what we always do, and that is look back at, at last week. Last week, we started off at the Semdems office on Monday, um, and we did what we called, uh, and the, the office managers put this together. It was fantastic. It was called a volunteer appreciation lunch for the men and women who 
do the yeoman's work. They open that office, they staff the office, they call from the office, they schedule the office, they do what needs to be done in the SEMDEM's office, which is 250-250 South Ronald Reagan Boulevard in smack dab in what I call Sandbag Longwood. Why do I call it Sandbag Longwood? Because if you don't live in the city, from what I understand, Longwood gives free sandbags to its city residents in the city of Longwood. So if you're in the city of Longwood, you can get a free sandbag. So I, you know, free sandbags when the storm comes. So you are, we are in Sandbag Longwood, smack dab in the city of Longwood. And um, yes, I know the, uh, the irony is not lost on me that the Democratic office is on Ronald Reagan Boulevard. I wish it wasn't, but there, there we have it. We could call it 427 or whatever, but nobody would know where to find us. So we're not going to do that. Uh, last week, volunteer appreciation. We say a hearty thank you to all of the volunteers who staff that office. At the top of that list, Leslie Guerra, Connie Stolp, they are the office managers. They are showstoppers. And without them really coordinating what goes on in that office, manning the computer, answering those phones. Um, we have somebody who actually answers the phone and it's forwarded to her home. I give hats off again to Madra, who does all of that. And, and we share those, you know, uh, return phone calls. She is also um, just worth her weight. You know, all of these people who are volunteers, who were at this lunch, who came in, who were you know trying to get us all together and focusing on what's coming up for the Semdems, just because we're past the midterm election, the off-year election, the governor year election, that doesn't mean that the Semdems are going away, rolling up, closing the office, crawling into a hole and, you know, going away. Not happening at all. What we are doing, and I'll talk about priorities in a minute, but I do want to say that volunteer lunch was great um, because we got to have everyone together and to say a hearty thank you to everybody who works in our offices all year round. When things are hopping, when things are slow, they are there to hold down the fort and they are all just fantastic volunteers and I am, I am blessed to have them excuse me, blessed to have them with us. We had a candidate call the next day, Tuesday, um, because, you know, we have a runoff in Seminole County from the Tuesday election, from regular election day. Uh, there were three candidates in the Altamont City Commission race, and nobody got 50% plus one. So there is a runoff between Gertie Remy and somebody named Mike. Uh, we will, um, oh, Paul gave me a, yes, we're talking about that coming up, yes. Um, on 11, no, 12, eight, I got something I got. We're gonna, we're gonna absolutely welcome Paul. Thank you for that, gave me a good reminder. Let me tell you that we are now focusing all eyes on Altamont. So we had a candidate call with the team who is putting to get Gertie and her team. Um, we gave, we weighed in on, you know, what we can help her with and where we are going to, you know, give her a lift. And it was very exciting to see the enthusiasm for people walking, for people calling, for people texting, for people knocking on doors, for all of it that's going on to make sure that Gertie gets elected. It's no, there's no time. There is two weeks. That's it. And, and some of that two weeks is that Thanksgiving, like closeout time. Nobody's going to be doing walking, calling, doing anything on Friday or Saturday for sure. And people are doing family stuff. That So that whole weekend may be out for her to do the knocking and, and all of that. But we, we know that she has to raise some money and she's got to knock on just a gob of doors to make sure that she is elected. The number one most effective way to talk to your possible voters, your potential voters, your Democrats, your left-leaning NPAs, if you will, is to... Um, is to knock on doors. The most effective way 
is to knock on doors. And Gertie is a beast when it comes to knocking on doors. She is stellar. We have some candidates who really put things together. But when it comes down to it, having been a candidate, I know this is true. Uh, and that is that there are many days where it's only you. You are a lone wolf. You are out there by yourself. You are knocking on doors. You're hearing dogs barking inside that want to get a hold of your ankles. You are knocking on doors, leaving literature, answering maybe two out of 10 doors if you're lucky uh, to get you know people at home. And uh, she is doing it during the week. She's doing it on weekends. She's doing it in the morning. She's doing it after work. She is all over the place. So hats off to her for putting in the shoe leather and the hard work and doing what it takes to get it done, raising money and really talking to the constituents, the voters, the citizens of Altamont Springs, making sure that everyone knows that we must turn them out. And the way we do that is to just say hello. If you're not one to say, oh, I don't know about knocking on a door. I don't know about leaving someone with a piece of paper. I don't know if I'm, I'll be good at that. I don't really know how to do that. Just try it and take five doors. Just take 10 doors. It's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of investment, but it is worth 10 times the phone calls and postcards. But if that's what you, you know, if you can do that, terrific. If you love writing postcards, if you love phoning, you know, phone banking, we call it, where we get people, everybody feeding into the same list of Altamont Springs. Yes, we have that available. And yes, that is up and running. So if you love to make phone calls and you can do it from home, you can write postcards from home, you can phone from home, you can do a lot of these things from home. Number one thing we need you to do is to get out there and knock on doors. But if you are a home person and you're not crazy about knocking on doors, then by all means, uh, do some of these other things that Gertie desperately needs to make sure, you know, as, as an insurance policy that she can do. The other great reason for mailing and postcards and all of that and phone calls is that there's a big chunk of Altamont Springs that are apartments that are gated and you can't get in to knock on the door. If our most effective way is knocking on the door, we're not discounting or discarding all of those voters and citizens. Why would we do that? Gertie is not saying you people don't matter. So what we're doing is we're sending them a postcard, sending them some mailing, sending them something. We're texting their phone. Now there's not a lot of people texting. It used to be during the campaign season. People were getting five and seven texts a day from candidates, from Val Demings to Beto in Texas to all these different things. You know, people were flooded with texts, but now it's Gertie and that's it. So while you may get a Raphael Warnock text or your, your inbox and your email may be clogged up with all of that in central Florida, in Seminole County. The only thing that is going to the ballot on um, Tuesday, December 6th is Gertie Remy for Altamont Springs. And we really need you to get with it. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Paul. Thank you for being here. These are regulars and we are loving the fact that people are still connected and engaged with the Seminole County Democratic Party. We are focusing on Gertie, all eyes on Altamont, and she, you know, I called her today. She was hoofing it. She was out there knocking on doors. I'm telling you, she is like the ever ready bunny. Just no end to her energy and to her enthusiasm for helping the citizens of Altamont Springs when it comes to housing, when it comes to the economy. She knows they're hurting. She has talked to people who are struggling and she wants to be the voice on the Altamont City Commission so that we she can make a, a significant difference on the on the city council. So that's where we are with that. Um, I would love to uh, have you help us. And let me tell you a little bit about, again, last week, volunteer appreciation, Gertie phone call. And I spent a couple of days this past week doing what I'll call calls or, or coffee with the candidates. I have been making my way through 
the slate of candidates that we offered up in November. And I have been talking to them sort of a one-on-one sort of chat debriefing them, you know, with what worked for you, what worked for us, what were some challenges you had, what were some surprises that you had on the campaign, these kind of things. It's really important for candidates to have a place to put that if they have some concerns, if they had some observations about what worked for them, and more importantly, what didn't work. We have some candidates who understand they did some things really well. They would change some things if they had to wave a magic wand and could go back. Um, Some candidates think they didn't do anything wrong, and that's always surprising to me. Um, But, you know, everybody is different about how they approach their campaign and how they approach their team um, and what their expectations are from the SEMDEM. So it's very interesting to see how candidates in the November races ran their, you know, their campaign, what worked and what didn't, what they got from the, the party, from the state party, from the local party, and where they think that we could, everybody can tweak a little something and make sure that we're doing it just a little bit better next time. Uh, no, not, no personal offense taken. I hope that they didn't take any personal offense if I shared what I thought was, you know, an issue that I was able to observe from 10,000 feet, remembering that every candidate, and I was one, so I know this is true. I, hey, Paul, uh, the other Paul, the Oviedo Paul. Yes, Paul Vasquez is here. And uh, that is um, what I will tell you as a candidate is your campaign is the most important. If you're the candidate, it's Harry Truman said the buck stops here. Yes, the buck stops with you. You are the decision maker. You are the one who decides what's going on. And ultimately, you know, your name is on the ballot. So you are, um, you know, person zero in that campaign. And I get that. You are the hub around which everybody is supposed to revolve. Got it. Understand it. Your campaign manager, your finance director, your mailing person, all of these people revolve around you, the candidate. But my job as the Seminole County chair is to, and I have to do that with 15 candidates. So there can't be one that I look focus on, if you will, or one. Uh, so, and when candidates see that I'm not giving them the undivided attention, resources, or people, you know, they are like, well, wait, I thought I was the most important. Well, yes, I know what you thought. And in your bubble, that is correct. You are the most important person, but I've got to now magnify that times 15. So we have got to, my job is to get Democrats elected. That is my sole, the sole purpose of the Semdems, the Seminole County Democratic Party is to get Democrats elected in Seminole County. And I dare say that we had tremendous success a week or 10 days ago, and I am beyond beyond excited. So yes, Tracy, I have the info. I'm going to type it all up. I'm going to put it down so that everybody understands what worked for them, what didn't work. And I am not putting names by any of these candidates, but I have some really good information from them and from the observation of the, you know, the office, from the observation of the data people, from the, all of these people will feed in and we will have a 22, a November 22 debrief book. I hope that everybody will be able to put into, and um, that's it. So I'm going to continue going through the list of candidates next week. But that was what I spent a lot of time doing last week, talking to candidates, going down the local people and and asking them, either spending hours with them on the phone or going to a quick cup of coffee that turned into 90-minute coffees um, and and sort of doing a, a download, a debrief, if you will. So that was last week. Looking ahead, tomorrow whoop de doo hold on to your hats. Tomorrow is going to be an exciting day. Tomorrow, two things going on in the SEMDEM universe. Um, yes, I want volunteers to be asked for that. 
if there were things that worked, if there were things that didn't, absolutely, they have got to, you know, the, look, <laughs> I told somebody this week, Tracy Starkweather, she is awesome. Yes, we have 113,000 Seminole County Democrats registered to vote. We run the Semdems on a core group of about 30, 0.001, you know, three or something. It's teeny tiny little percentage of people who do all the work. In some organizations, they say 10% does 90% of the work. In our case, it's 0.000 something does all of the work to get these candidates up and running, to get these candidates elected, to connect them with people, volunteers, this and that. We try our best to get, you know, do a lot of work with very little resources, very little money. And our, um, you know, we, we all give individually. We all work individually for candidates. Um, but that, you know, yes, volunteers are critical. But our volunteer recruitment is, is a critical piece of what we're going to focus on in 23. And we're also, of course, volunteer retention because we want people to do what they're comfortable with. Um, and we want people to do where they feel good. Do something. Um, that's that's the only thing. What do you what do you like to do? You'll always do a better job if it's something you like to do. If you despise knocking on doors, okay, do something else. The number one thing we need is knocker, door knockers. But if you hate that, um, or you are unable to walk, or you are, you know, there's some reason why you can't knock on five doors, then, you know, or 10 doors or whatever it is that you get, um, then we will find something else that is maybe not as effective, but certainly effective. So we, there are plenty of places I want to do what makes you engaged with us. And now you don't have to engage with a specific candidate. Now, except for Gertie, we have two weeks to, to focus on Gertie. But after that, and after the new year, there are some things that I need everybody to help pull the wagon. Can't do it myself. One person pulling 113,000 Dems is never going to work. So Tracy and I had this conversation today. The two of us, it's never going to work. We need all of you to get with the program. And we'll tell you how you can get involved in just a moment. But yes, Tracy, volunteers, critical piece of that debrief session. So yes, um, coming up on, okay, tomorrow. Tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 2 p.m., 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the SEMDEM office on Ronald Reagan Boulevard, we are doing our recycling campaign. All of those yard signs, all of those road signs, all of that stuff, we are collecting at our office and we are recycling. Um, we are asking Democrats to take up the Democratic signs that are in your yard and on your street corners and to bring it to us so we can recycle it and we're not littering. We are concerned, of course, about that. And along with the League of Women Voters, the Environmental Caucus, a lot of different groups all teaming together. I do not want you to touch Republican signs. It's not our place. We don't want to get them angry. We don't want to get them, you know, their panties in a twist. So we need you for sure to just take the Democratic signs. We are not, you know, what if they want to use them again? It's not our place to pull up Republican signs. So just let's put a pin in that. But I want you to bring me all of the Val and the Charlie and the, you know, all of the signs, whether it's school board, Florida House, whatever you saw on your travels or in your neighborhoods, if you would please bring it to our office tomorrow, we will make sure it gets to the right place and doesn't just litter up the side of our lovely community. We are concerned about that. And we, the Democratic Party, is doing this huge recycling effort tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday. Tomorrow's the 19th, right? Yes, tomorrow, the 19th. Um, and 
we're not, you know, we're not pulling up Republican signs. If you see the governor sign, mm, sorry, not concerned about the environment. Not my problem. I'm not taking those signs up. And we're not, you know, the Republicans, if they're doing a recycling effort with the League of Women Voters, then they will take care of all of that. Not our not our business. And I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Please don't touch the Republican signs. I want to make sure that we are all on the same page on that. Right. Um, so that's that's tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to take the stakes out, those metal things that's, you know, stab in the ground and we will use them in the next election cycle. But um, that's not recyclable. But we're going to talk about those cardboard or you know, whatever, those corrugated signs, we're taking them tomorrow. Um, and we're going to take them to the, I think it's a transfer station first, and then, you know, a place to, to make sure that they are recycled properly. So that's where that is. Um, also at 10 a.m., Gertie, I think she may have 25 people, but that doesn't mean that you can't help also. Gertie, we are meeting at Bahama Breeze in Altamont, uh, where we will give you some doors to knock to help Gertie get elected. Uh, it is a big, Semdems has a bunch of people, Gertie has a bunch of people, and we have only one candidate, so we're all turning out for the same person. We're all turning out to help Gertie get, knock on these doors. If we have that many people, you won't have that many doors to knock, right? You'll be able to have smaller pieces of the turf, and we will we will walk both, I would like to think we're walking both Saturday and Sunday, but all I know is Saturday from 10 to noon, we are walking for Gertie, we're meeting at Bahama Breeze, so put that in your you know, in your phone. So after you recycle the signs, meet me there early as, you know, you can get, and then go up to Altamont and let's, let's knock on doors for Gertie. I knocked every single weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, sometimes not both, but I definitely, some days both, yes, both, but I knocked for uh, the candidates across this county. I knocked out in Oviedo. I knocked in Altamont. I knocked in Castleberry. I knocked for all of the candidates. There isn't one candidate that I did not knock on doors and hand out their literature for. Not their personal, necessarily, their personal um, canvas, but the Semdems canvas. Uh, so, yes, we need your help. I can't move the needle by myself. We need you to do what you, know, what you can to help us um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, first thing is at the office recycling. Second is Bahama Breeze um, at 10 a.m. for Gertie. All eyes on Altamont. Please, that's the watchword of this episode of Chat with the Chairs or Chat with the Chair. Uh, Tracy just texted me and she is still in deposition. She will probably not be able to, you know, jump in, but you're going to have your, so you're stuck with me. If you would like to get involved, please go to the chat bar. Please just type in happy Friday or let's, when we talk about food, I really want to know your, I've got some really good stuff. And especially with Thanksgiving, favorite Thanksgiving food. Um, obviously in many families, Turkey is the shining star of the day, but is there something that your family does that without which you would not consider it a real Thanksgiving or what's your favorite pie? I am not a pumpkin person, so don't, if you tell me pumpkin, I'm like, mm, nope. So I'm an apple pie person, a pecan person, but we'll talk about food at the end. So just keep those questions in mind um, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. So now the next thing that you must put down in your book for this coming up week, it's Tuesday. It's at 530 at the Seminole County Education um, Headquarters, the school board headquarters, on East Lake Mary Boulevard, right east of 1792 on Lake Mary Boulevard. It's the swearing in of Kelly Davis and Autumn Garrett. Um, we had 100% success with Christine Krause, Kelly Davis, Autumn Garrett. They all did remarkably well. They 
sent the Moms for Liberty candidates packing, showing that Seminole County does not want to, is not extreme, and will not, that will not stand. The, the racism, the bigotry, the, you know, anti-history, anti-science, awful opponents that they had were sent packing. Why? Because Seminole County is common sense voters. Seminole County said, we will not put up with your uh, extreme opinions about whatever it is, LGBTQ or teaching history, slavery, just so you know, Moms for Liberty ladies, and I know you guys watch all the time, um, slavery was not involuntary relocation. You know, we're going to teach slavery because it was an awful stain on our history, but we have to teach history, good, bad, or ugly. And that was a piece of ugly. So the what I'm telling you is we are going to be there to see Kelly Davis, Autumn Garrick sworn in on Tuesday, the 22nd, 1122. Um, that's the day that John Kennedy was assassinated, yes? Um, so anyway, not, not that that matters for anything, but here's what I'll tell you. Um, I will tell you that, you know, I hope we teach that part of history. We are going to see both Kelly and Autumn sworn in. 5.30, the meeting begins. They're going to be sworn in by a judge, I guess, and I am extraordinarily excited. Um, all four other central floor. Well, I know that in Orange County, one Moms for Liberty lady got elected. I don't know about, you know, in the other counties, but now they have a toehold in Orange County, which really surprises me. They had a really good candidate running against her. And he was, um, yeah, Orange County only has one. Um, I don't think that all, uh, you know, all of our neighboring counties have, but I just know that you know what? We Seminole had the secret sauce this time. Why? Because we focused on the school board. Christine Krause, Autumn Garrett, Kelly Davis. We got them. You know, those were our options and all three were elected. So give yourself a pat on the back because we did it. We got all three of those really talented, um, smart, uh, educated, uh, committed women to sit on the school board. And guess what? We flipped the school board. I can't stop smiling when I think about that. We flipped the school board. That was the goal. That was the success. And we did it. So nanny, nanny, boo, boo to you. Uh, yeah. Um, I can imagine the swearing in in Orange County must have been crazy with that QAnon lady in Orange County who was, I'm sure the Moms for Liberty ladies were all up and in it, you know. But we must have a good showing so please, let's go. Don't wear your campaign shirts. That's weird and tacky and just dopey. You know, we don't need to do that, but we do need to be there in good numbers to show up for Kelly and Autumn on Tuesday. All right. That's, uh, you know, somebody, Deb says uh, that swearing in was crazy. I am sure that's right. I am sure the swearing in in Orange County with that QAnon crackpot was crazy. And I don't know why people are afraid to say the Moms for Liberty ladies are, you know, are a little bit off. You know, they are racist and bigoted, and, and I don't know why we have that on there. You know, why we don't speak up. You know, I know everyone says, oh, when they go low, we go high. No, when they go low, we hit them in the, you know, look, I'm not interested in the bread basket. That's what I was going to say, hit them in the bread basket. Don't, don't, I wasn't going to say a bad word. Mm. So that, oh, it was like a church service. Yes, I know. Some of those Moms for Liberty ladies, they get up to that podium at our meeting even, and they, they quote chapter and verse, and they, you know, they invoke the name of um, their personal Lord and Savior. And it's like, I, that's not my guy. You know, so what, you know, do you not understand this as public school? If you want to be in charge of a church school, help yourself. 
But stop with public school giving us all of this personal Lord and Savior jazz and quoting us from the Bible. Like, no, it's a public school. It has to appeal to all of us. All of us have the same right as you do to worship in your own way. God bless you if that's something that you need. But if you don't, don't bring it into the public school system. No. You know, if your child wants to say a prayer before the math test that they didn't study for, nobody's stopping them from doing that. You know, if your child, you know, is uh, a devout religious kid, you know, that's fine. But don't bring it, don't rest it on my doorstep. And I, I am sure that that QAnon lady in Orange County, you know, well, you know what, here's what I know. We don't have to worry about that at the Seminole County School Board meeting on Tuesday because our people, we sent those Moms for Liberty ladies packing. Ta-ta for now, ta-ta for always in Seminole County. We're done with you. We are completely finished with that nonsense. And I call BS on them. They are, we're done. We're done with the Moms for Liberty ladies. So that's it. Seminole County sent a strong message that we are not putting up with nonsense. And that's kind of what they were offering up. So that's what I must have you go to that thing on Tuesday. So exciting. So we will be there in force um, and with just joy in our hearts that we did it. Um, That you, yeah. Uh, You know, Tracy Starkweather has a good comment in the chat. And that was people, when they first saw all three candidates on the ballot before August in the primary, if you will, they didn't know they couldn't just vote for, they didn't have to just vote for Christine and leave the rest blank. They could vote for Christine and Kelly and Autumn. And then when Christine won in August, they had two options. They had Kelly Davis and Autumn Garrett, and they could vote for both. I think the, the, the uh, our mailer was helpful. Our voter guide was helpful. And every time we said you can vote for both of these candidates, you're right. I think that um, this is, you know, was huge. Now, priorities for the upcoming year for 2023. After we get through, oh, next, I mean, we have plenty of time to talk about, but I do want you to know that on December 8th, we're having our regular meeting at Eastmont Civic Center. And um, it is Thursday night, December 8th. Uh, That's a couple days after the runoff, Gertie's runoff on the 6th, Tuesday. And on the 8th, the very two days later, we are having our regular meeting. It's a holiday potluck. We are happy to have you come to that. We are going to be celebrating the year that has gone by and really gearing up for the the year ahead. There are three, maybe four priorities that I have sort of um, started massaging around in my head to see if this this will work. This is the year that we really focus, at least for the first quarter, if not the first half of 23, we focus on voter registration because we are neck and neck with the Republican Party. And this is our number one focus. And you know, when I get something in my head, whether it's voter registration that we did in 21 and we passed them in May or school board in 22, and we want it. When I get something, I am going to be like a rabid dog, an ankle biter for voter registration come 2023. Voter registration is one of the, of course, yes. Do they have to turn out? Yes. But we can't turn them out if we can't register them. And if we can't register them, we can't get them to vote by mail. And if we can't get them to vote by mail or vote at all, all of those things can fall down in domino effect. But the first thing that we have to do, let's put it in an order, voter registration. Now, everybody in Seminole County who is currently registered to vote, uh, you can thank Tallahassee for this next one. Tallahassee has wiped all of us off the vote by mail rolls starting on January 1st. On January 1, zero, the number of vote by mail registrations or what, you know, ballots that will be sent to you is a big fat zero. 
every one of us have been dropped from the vote by mail rolls. Tallahassee doesn't believe we should vote by mail. Tallahassee knows that Democrats vote by mail. As a matter of fact, in Seminole County, Democrats voted by mail more than Republicans. So we have got to A, register folks to vote, and B, get every single registered voter who is interested in this to vote by mail. And then when there's a race, you need to do it, do the vote by mail, because that's where we, we shine in the three buckets of votes, vote by mail, early vote, election day, all of them super important, but Democrats do a good job with registering folks to vote and voting by mail. Do we get them turning out on election day? Uh, Not so much. We did much better than Orange and Osceola County, I don't mind telling you. Orange County, 40%, Osceola, 46, Seminole County, 54.6% or 53.6. I always say 54%, we'll call it 54% of our voters turned out. I was thinking somewhere around 66, which is what we had in 18, but maybe we didn't have that rallying cry from the top of the ticket. I don't know what the reason is. We can, you know, we can have a whole show on that uh, as we go. And now they are, let me remind you, registering folks to vote and getting every single person in your universe to sign up for vote by mail. Not one single person um, will be uh, you know, on that list come January 1, thanks to the Tallahassee vote. It's not Chris Anderson who took you off the list. It's Tallahassee who wiped us all off of the list. So that's, you know, that's great. I love the idea of going in a shopping center and registering folks to vote for Black Friday, Tracy. I think that's brilliant. Um, while people, yeah, while people are in line where? At, you know, at the mall or at the plaza? You know, I don't know if they'll let us set up at a plaza, but maybe they will so we can, let's talk about that, where we would be permitted to set up a, you know, kind of a, you know, guys, people with clipboards. If you want something to do, if you're sick of your family, you want to get out, out there, maybe we could set up some kind of army of people out there to, you know, register folks to vote. And if they are already registered, now the third thing, get them to vote by mail. So voter registration, vote by mail. The third thing that is connected to this in a way is getting people to update their signatures, specifically those under 30, but all of us would benefit from updating our signatures on file with the supervisor of elections office. Because I watched dozens, if not hundreds of ballots get discarded because the vote by mail signature on the back of the envelope did not match what was on file. What you have on file is typically what you signed up for at the DMV. Uh, When you signed on a pin pad this size and you went with your finger, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? That's not good enough. It doesn't match the envelope. And they could not, in good faith, the canvassing board could not determine if this signature was this person's signature on the vote by mail ballot and what they on, was on file, which is typically, as I say, somebody's fig, you know, fingers swipe at the, at the driver's license office. And many of them were young. So they went to the driver's license bureau at 15, so excited to get their permit, 15 years old. And then they got their permit and their signature is scritchy scratchy. And it turns out that most, many, three out of four of the ballots that were discarded were young people who didn't have a match. Now they, they, they are all given an opportunity to match. It's called curing your ballot. This doesn't match this. So they send you a note. Hey, doesn't match. So come in, show us this is you, bring us some photo ID and your, your vote will count. But guess what? Hundreds of people didn't do that. And most of those were young. And the statistics now show that 63% of young voters under 30 vote for Democrats. So 
all of that bucket of people who didn't cure their ballot or match up their signatures, they were all thrown out and because they, the canvassing board couldn't, in good faith, match the vote by mail to the what's on file. So we've got to do if something will... No, you have to fill out a separate paper for signature update. Um, and that's a paper that you have to send in. I think you can, you know, I uh, will make sure that we know. So number one, voter registration. Number two, vote by mail. Number three, update your signature. I don't care how old you are. If you're young, under 30, for sure do it because your vote may have been put in the trash can. But if you did not, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are. If you voted for Richard Nixon, you still need to update your um, vote by mail. You know, I mean, your uh, signature on file. So that's the third thing. The, the other thing we're doing is a lot of community outreach to various subsets of uh, Seminole County. And we'll talk more about that next time. Heading that up will be Tracy Kagan, the vice chair, and she has a great plan already in works. Um, so we will talk about reaching out to these different groups uh, across the county so that when it comes to 24, they will be there for us. They will walk for us. They will volunteer for us. They will donate for us. They will do all of that. So that's that's kind of what we are. We have so many exciting things. Don't think 23, 2023 is a throwaway year. It's not. So we have already some enthusiasm and excitement for next year. And we're going to uh, we're going to pursue that now. Um, today is the 18th of November. Today, I see we're a little bit late, so sorry about that. Today, on November 18th, is National Apple Cider Day, which seems kind of like a fall thing as we have a little breath of autumn air, you know, or very crisp, cool air. Feels like fall in other places where you may have grown up. Um, so today is Apple Cider Day. Sounds like a good time. Also, it's Vichyssoise Day, which is a fancy French word for potato soup. Um, potato soup doesn't sound nearly as elegant as Vichyssoise. So that's today, Friday the 18th. Saturday, tomorrow is Macchiato Day. It's a fancy coffee. Um, so that's, uh, and remember, uh, you know, Macchiato Day is, uh, you know, that's tomorrow. So it sounds like a nice hot cup of coffee. That sounds like a good time. Sunday is a weird thing. It's, you know, again, Sunday is peanut butter fudge day. Very specific kind of fudge you know, a very specific kind of item for a, a random Sunday, the 20th of November. And then, so I skipped it because I thought it was kind of weird. I went to Monday and that's again, very seasonal. Monday is National Cranberry Day. Oh, what a good time, right? Cranberry bread, cranberry relish, cran you know, all of that certainly seems Thanksgiving-ish, Thanksgiving-y. Uh, so all of those things um, we're, we're doing. And then also sharing uh, Monday, not only Cranberry Day, but it's Gingerbread Cookie Day. Again, seasonal and fan damn fantastic, right? Gingerbread cookies. Not, it doesn't have to be a gingerbread man. It could be just a circle, a regular cookie cookie. But oof, uh, that is a good time. Gingerbread Day, Gingerbread Cookie Day on Monday. So that's, um, that's where we are. I know. It should be Thursday, but it's not. I mean, maybe some years it falls on that day. But this year, it's Monday, Cranberry Day and Gingerbread Cookie Day. Maybe we'll make cookies over the weekend. Ooh. Anyway, that's what's going on. We've talked a little bit about Thanksgiving coming up next week. I am so grateful for so many things. And one of them is this SEMDEM organization. They have uh, you know, the, the people who are volunteers, the people who have taken a packet of postcards, the people who volunteered to walk or knock or even pay for a roll of stamps. It doesn't matter what you do. But I am so grateful for whatever, you know, you give $3, I'm happy. 
If you want to give to the Semdems, you can find that on our website, semdems.com. But I am so grateful for all the people who reached into their pocket, who gave of their time, who gave of their sweat equity in the summer, or who just did whatever it takes. They are committed to doing it. And I am so grateful for all of you. And I hope that you have a happy, healthy Thanksgiving, that you spend it with people that you love. Um, we are, my husband and I, Wayne, we're having Thanksgiving, just the two of us. I tried to get him to go out to dinner. I've never done that in my life. I've never gone out to dinner on Thanksgiving, but this year I said, it's only us. We're leaving on, you know, for my daughter's wedding. And, you know, I said, I don't want to do the whole thing for two people. He's like, oh yeah, we're doing the whole thing for two people. So anyway, that's, oh, thank you, Anne, Anne Marie Burnham. Good for you, Anne Burnham. She picked up all the signs outside the library and she's got all of that. And um, so, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that, but yes, you might be able, the plastic ones that were the sleeve, Val had some that were sleeves, we're going to recycle, but yes, so thank you for all of the work that you do. I am extraordinarily grateful for all of you, and I am so thankful for the Semdems and for everybody that makes up the Semdems organization, so that's, uh, that's where we are. Remember, tomorrow is recycling day, starting 8 to 2, I believe, at the Semdem office. Tomorrow is also... Um, the walking at Bahama Breeze for Gertie, knocking on a few doors, handing out a few things, telling people to get out there and make this happen for, for Gertie. Um, and the swearing in next Tuesday uh, for uh, Kelly and Autumn at the school board administration building, which is on East Lake Mary Boulevard at 5.30 p.m. All right, let's make sure we get there. Get there a little early so you get a good seat um, because we will all be sitting there beaming and applauding and just our hearts will be full next week because we did it. And this is something where we all can take a piece of that and, and, and go, go forward. Um, and one more reminder that Gertie's election is Tuesday, December 6th in Altamont Springs. The whole city of Altamont is allowed to vote for Gertie. Uh, doesn't, I mean, she lives in the district, her specific area, but she is elected citywide. If you are a city of Altamont living in the city of then you can, you can vote for Gertie on Tuesday, December 6th. We'll have more time to talk about it, but not much time to give money. So if you can give a couple of bucks to Gertie, that would be awesome. If you can give it to the Semdems and we're helping Gertie, that's great too. You can be a, a Semgem, which is give every month. Helps us keep the lights on, helps us help candidates. All of that is something that is super important. So make sure that you do that. Have a happy and a healthy time. And two days, oh, two days after, yes, I know. Two days after... The race, the uh, Gertie's race, where we will need sign waivers um, and we will need people to, you know, show their support for Gertie. There are only two voting places to vote for Gertie, Eastmont and Westmont Civic Centers. So that's it. We just have two places that we must staff and wave and make, uh, you know, a production. So that's what goes on on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, we have our holiday potluck again at Eastmont Civic Center. It's a, a brief meeting just for all the candidates to say thank you to the Semdems, for Semdems to say thank you to them, and for us all to be together as we are into the holiday full swing, full swing of the holidays on Thursday, December 8th at Eastmont. So that's, that's kind of where we are with it. I mean, it sounds like, oh, the, the you know, Election is over, so you guys are going to just crawl under a rock and go away for a while? Nope. We don't have time for that. You know, we'll let our opponents across the way just curl up and, you know, enjoy their hot toddy. We're not doing that. We're going out there. We're getting Gertie elected. We're, you know, we are doing stuff to register folks, to vote by mail, to update their signature, to do all of it, and to get volunteers into the pipeline because we have a couple of precincts that 
more than a couple, that are not staffed with people. And those are the boots on the ground. That's the critical piece of the SEMDEMS organization. That's what makes it run. That's what the cogs in the wheel. Everybody takes a little piece and nobody is burdened, right? If everybody pulls the wagon, it makes a smooth, uh, a smooth trip. So thank you for all you do. Thank you for all that you have done and all you will do. Thank you for your enthusiasm and your passion and your commitment to the Democratic Party here in Seminole County. And I am thankful that I am able to uh, hold the title of chair for just a uh, you know, couple more minutes as, as we go on. And, you know, yes, it gives me gray hair, but it is something that I am really thankful for this opportunity. Uh, we will see you next week. It'll be Black Friday. So we will already have had Thanksgiving. We'll be in a turkey coma from that tryptophan. We'll see each other next Friday. And uh, everybody else, have a happy and a healthy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye and take care.